Today, we're talking about the Supreme Court's rulings on student loans and Colorado wedding websites, Twitter's latest policy change, and other top news for Monday, July 3rd. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the verse of the week. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. Psalm 37, verse 8. Let's start with some espresso shots. Hear ye, hear ye. The Supremes have spoken on student loans and Colorado wedding websites. Justices voted 6-3 to three along ideological lines to strike down President Biden's plan to forgive $430 billion in student debt, up to $20,000 per qualifying borrower. Biden had argued that the pandemic gave his administration power to cancel loans under the HEROES Act of 2003. The high court disagreed. The president has promised to try again, this time under the Higher Education Act of 1965. That new plan could take until the end of the year to enact and may also end up before the Supremes. In the meantime, after a three-year pause, federal student loans start accruing interest again in September and payments will resume in October. Biden announced a one-year on-ramp period where missed payments won't be reported to credit bureaus or placed in default. The Supreme Court also ruled 6-3 that a Christian web designer in Colorado did not have to design wedding websites for same-sex couples. The majority stated that forcing her to provide her expressive and creative services would violate her First Amendment rights. The dissent sharply criticized the decision, saying it regulates same-sex couples to second-class citizens and accused the ruling of granting a license to discriminate. Followers of Christ are not identified by their political affiliation, but by their love for others. And yes, that means loving people you believe have unloving views or perspectives on SCOTUS rulings. Jesus, in John 13, verse 35, says, By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. In a move necessitated by extreme levels of data scraping and system manipulation, Elon Musk announced a new Twitter policy that limits how many tweets users can read per day. After changing those limits multiple times over the weekend, Musk settled on 10,000 for verified paid accounts, 1,000 for unverified accounts, 500 for new unverified accounts. People without accounts are no longer able to view any tweets, but are instead immediately prompted to sign in or create an account. These limits are reportedly temporary, but it's unclear when they'll be lifted. Musk says the issue is AI startups scraping and stealing Twitter's data, which is overwhelming its servers and harming user experience. He promised to sue. Critics of Musk say this minor problem became a big one because he laid off employees and closed backup data centers. Our goal is to keep the big things big and the small things small. It's not that tweet limits are of no importance, they're just not God of the universe important. Stay focused on eternity, it changes everything. Psalm 19 verse 14 says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tuvu. Social media platforms are amazing. The problem is they're amazing at things that aren't necessarily good for us. Tuvu is trying to do it right. Tuvu is a wholesome social media for the whole family. Tuvu does not collect or sell or rent members' personal data. Posts are chronological, not curated to reinforce biases or fear. There are zero ads, 42% of content on other platforms. 
Tuvu costs $2.99 a month, but the pour over subscribers get one year free. Claim your free one year subscription. Go to tuvu.com slash TPO. That's T U V U.com slash TPO. Or find the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Disney-owned ESPN announced a new round of layoffs Friday, including 20 on-air broadcasters such as Susie Kolber, Steve Young, Jeff Von Gundy, and Jalen Rose. In May, Disney said revenue from its networks had fallen 7%, and in February, the House of Mouse announced plans to cut $5.5 billion in costs by eliminating 7,000 jobs. Welcome to the big city, Ricky Bobby. For the first time in its 75-year history, NASCAR held a race yesterday on a busy urban street. The 2.2-mile course wound through familiar spots in downtown Chicago, including Buckingham Fountain and Michigan Avenue. Taking a trip in the outback has taken a new meaning. Australia became the first country to legalize psychedelics to treat some psychiatric conditions. Approved psychiatrists can now prescribe MDMA, a.k.a. ecstasy, to treat PTSD and psilocybin, a.k.a. magic mushrooms, to treat depression that has resisted other treatments. A massive car accident northwest of Nairobi, Kenya, left at least 51 people dead and 32 hospitalized on Friday night. Witnesses say a truck veered off a highway and hit multiple vehicles before plowing into pedestrians. Photos show a virtually unrecognizable pile of car parts. The area is reportedly infamous for bad car accidents. Take a bite out of this. Apple stock closed above $190.73 on Friday. That might not sound like a milestone, but it pushed the fruit company's market gap above $3 trillion. Apple has previously touched this milestone in midday trading, but is the first time any publicly traded company has ended the day worth a cool $3 trillion. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We're taking Wednesday off to eat watermelon and watch fireworks, but we'll be back on Friday.